Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. To call a man transparent is to attack his soul, his very being. It can be received as the ultimate insult. Unless, that is, the man in question is actually, literally see-through. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Shanklin and his olive skin friend, Dave. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode edition of Flats and Shanks. I'm David Flatman. I'm Thomas George Llewellyn. Leslie Shanklin. Vinicolo Shanklin. Yeah. Is it you that doctored my Wikipedia page? You know me. I would not know how to do that in a million years. Mm, I'm not sure. You're, you're pretty good on computers. I'm all right on not. iPhones. I'm all right on, yeah, I'm useless. <laughs> like, basically, if I don't want to be too macabre about it, but if Shanks ever dies, instead of just, repl- I'd have to replace him with someone a tech expert because the podcast would die immediately because I wouldn't have a clue. Sorry, my password is QWERTY. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Arctic Fox 2004. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. You all right? I'm all right. So you I'm worried about? No, fine. Working hard, aren't you? Yes, had a hard weekend. Flat out. Six Nations going on. Anglo-Welsh going on. I mean, look, if if you guys are listening to this and you want to find out about the Six Nations... You've got to get on our ITV yeah. Six Nations podcast. It's also on iTunes. Yeah. We talk all Six Nations there. We've got Lawrence, Bruno, Nero, Delalio. Yeah. And Dan, Thomas, Llewellyn, Shanklin, Bigger. Yep. I don't know Dan Bigger's middle name. Has he got any? That's it. Well done. Yep. Yep. Gwyn. Is it? I don't know. We've got Dan, uh, Marvin, Gwyn, um, Parker, Biggs. Yeah. On as well, a little bit of chat, who impressed him and what he thought of the Wales and the Scotland performance. Quite yeah, interesting. so get on that if you want to hear Six Nations. Yeah. This is for, this is our bread and butter. You know, this is Anglo-Welsh. This is Aviva Prem. This is yeah. Guinness Pro 12. 
my favourite player of the weekend, Anglo-Welsh, is George North. Okay. He looked angry and powerful and hard and explosive. I liked him. I liked him a lot this weekend. Rob Miller was very good for Wasps. Yes. He had a lovely double step to score. Yes. And involved heavily. I also yes. quite liked Jamie Gibson. Now, I know you have a man crush on Jamie Gibson. A mush. Um, also, Mikey Hayward was very good for Northampton. He's always good. No, but I think, he, I think he, Mikey he was Hayward's even never better. not been good. He was even better. I, I quite like the look of uh, Jacob Umanga at 10 for Wasps. Looked good, yeah. We had a nice game. Yeah, he did. Uh, there's, there's plenty of good performances. And yeah. I thought Lewington was good as well. Yeah, he's always good as well. Yeah. Um, but it, So it was an interesting weekend, but I what happened at the weekend, you guys, was that I was in Rome swanning around and Tommy was at the Rico with Durders who had to cover for me. And what mate, a nice ha- guy. How'd you get on with Durders? Really well. Worst car in the world, isn't he? Yeah. Well, terrible car. No, I love not, it, but it's, it's not terrible. worst car in the world, mate, at all. Well, okay, okay. I've over, I've overegged it. Yeah, you have. It's a, it it's, a, conver- a, it's a convertible car. Audi. Yeah, but it's really old. It's really old, and it's knackered. It's done like 130,000 miles, which isn't that many, but it's ruined. The engine light's on. He's like an emergency. He's always got flat tyres. His roof leaks. It stinks. It is a terrible car, but he's so classy that he wouldn't have shiny new cars like us because that's just too nouveau and, you know, it's not him, is it? Yeah, no, it's not. It's um, it's too obvious for him, isn't it? Too obvious. Um, he's got an old car. He's like, yeah. Well, he's old money, isn't he? Yeah. Don't even know if he is. But he's like an old detective, good. isn't he? He's like an old detective, drives an old car. Yeah. Um, yeah solving murders. Um, <laughs> did, you so, enjoy, did you enjoy his company? Loved it. Isn't he a nice bloke? Very sharp. Super sharp, super bright. Yes. I mean, that's probably why we got on so well. Do you reckon? Yeah. Or are you just a good foil for yeah. him? No, I think I'm very good. Um, <laughs> I think I compliment him. Yeah, okay. So, watch your back. Yeah. I mean, I've already put it out there. Can two become three? Yeah. I know. Why not? I don't know. More the, mer- more the merrier. More I'll the merrier, you, I say. I'll tell you why all three of us can't do the Anglo-Welsh. Because Dirt likes you his two, weekends off. You two talk too much. Derdas likes his weekends off. No, you, I just, you, I mean, I mean, all of it. You come and do the Prem, couldn't you? Yeah. Play for Saracens. Well, the lads that perform, we make the show, will be listening to this. So, lads, don't be tight. Got Let's young. get Shanks involved and make it, uh, let get, you, you played a load of, you played a load of Prem games. Oh, it was a Prem hero. How many games do you play for Saracens in the Prem? God, how many fingers you got? <laughs> Nine. How, how many games do you play for Saris? I don't, I don't know, mate. Too many, boy. Are you, <laughs> Are you in the 100 club? Um, next question right so <laughs> Anglo-Welsh we've got our semi-finals yes talk to me you're the expert now you seem to know it all about Anglo-Welsh I'm really trying to remember because I can't find it on Bath against Northampton yes and it Exeter is... against uh, Newcastle Newcastle yes so the Welsh teams have done so brilliantly my, yeah so my opinion is that Exeter will be you have to go with extra, I think. You can't not look past them because the strength and depth they've got, the squad yeah. they've got. They've been in this final the last two years. But and they've got Greg never, Holmes, Oli Devoto playing. You know, they've got top players playing but, at the weekend. But never actually, they haven't won it the last two years, but they've been in the final. So maybe that is a big motivation for them. But if you're looking for a, an outside bet, I think Northampton have started to find... What? I think they've started to find a bit of... What? A bit of confidence. Tommy. A bit of... A bit of je ne sais quoi. That's your, right. Has your head gone, kid? No. 
you know what? I think I actually thought Northampton looked really sparky and they did. powerful at the weekend. They they're, just... trying, they're trying things. That The accuracy's mm. back. Because you, you lost the accuracy for a bit because it just wasn't clicking. Yeah. For whatever reason, it just wasn't working. But what a good, what a competition, you know, to, to find a bit of form because not all the teams you play in this competition are the strongest teams put out, are they? You know, so it's, it's a lot, a lot of teams use this for development. They use it to blood young players. Most of the Welsh clubs put out, the Welsh teams put out the under nines, didn't they? Yeah, but we're more interested in the Six Nations. So, oh, right, yeah. Have that. that. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Um, but there was some, there was some good games. I, Osprey's Bath, Matt Banahan played. Yeah. What an angle. It was like terminal velocity angle he took to score yeah. a try. Yeah. He ended up, you know, he like hurdles people. We've said it before. Yeah. Uh, he scored well, a lovely I mean, being try. Being nine foot two helps. Have you seen Faf de Klerk's red card? Nope. Talk to me. Should have done. No, it's bad prep, but I've, do you know what? Do you know what the truth is? You're going to lie anyway. Um, I had to take three old ladies shopping this morning, one at a time. From upstairs, yeah, I could see Geppetto above you, mate. <laughs> and and I take him shopping. It's taken up all my time, and then I had to go to the gym because the gym, sorry, in my lifestyle, is not a luxury. It's not optional. So anyway, anyway, what did he do? Um, he gets a yellow card. Originally, quite right. What for? Who knows? Okay, who knows with him? Um, <laughs> what is he like though? <laughs> so he's walking off. He's walking off right, and someone throws the ball back onto the pitch. He catches it and just wings it as far as he can. Into the crowd. Into the crowd or down the other side of the pitch. Uber obvious. Out of frustration and to delay the offense. Yes, petulance. Oh, the referee has a little word with the linesman, Lino, and... Touchy. They give him another yellow and a red. Oh. I wanted that as my skill of the week. Yeah. Because it looked like an amazing... Part, and it was off the left. Yeah. But understandably, the guys who make the TV show actually like the skill of the week to be a skill. Yes, it was Seabrook's offload for one mm. of the tries. I think it was Hampson, Craig Hampson. Yeah, it was gorgeous. But, it was right at the back. But because I've done, a, I did a awkward moment. I did someone repeatedly dropping the ball as my skill of the week once, and they said, "Look, you actually, we don't mind you mocking players, but it's meant to be fun this bit." Yeah, but horrible. sometimes it is a skill to be terribly bad at catching. Yeah, hence my rugby career. Yeah, um, yeah. So there was lots of lots of good games. Um, Newcastle, pretty decent. How did Wasp look? Good. Mm. Good. As you said, Umang was good. Now, I said this on the show that a compliment to a number 10 is to say that they have time on the ball. Yeah. And it's a what, lazy compliment. What, yeah. Compliment. What I mean by that is that nothing's rushed. Everything seems calculated. Yeah. They get the ball. They look up. They assess. Whilst you look at some players, they get the ball, they panic. But they actually read the game and make late decisions. And make the right decisions yeah. as well. And Umanga look like that. You think players are looking lazy and you think they're running slow, but they're not. They're just taking it all in. Someone like Gavin Henson, someone like Dan Carter. George Ford. George Ford always has time on the ball. So so that was good. Um, as we said, Rob Miller, he, he looked good. At, and Jack Willis weekend. in the back. Yes, row, I like. mate. He's class. Mate, mate, mate. They're losing Haskell. Mate. Is he going to be the one to step up? Well, they're bringing in Brad Shields, aren't they? He'll probably take that spot. But Jack Willis will, sooner than we think, he will have played his 100th game for Wasp. He is absolutely um, the future there. Zane Kirchner looked pretty good for the Dragons at 10. Did now, he? I know he plays everywhere on that field. He had a stint at Leinster. Yeah. But he looked pretty decent at 10. And so did Ashton Hewitt at 15. Now, mm-hmm. Ashton Hewitt's featured a little bit. He sort of dipped his toe in the Welsh camp. I think he's been in a couple of squads, yeah. not seen too much of him. But he yeah. was at 15. And the Dragons seem to play with quite a bit of width against Worcester. Um, and 
Ashton Hewitt was good, pacey. Mm. It's crazy to think, like in this Anglo-Welsh, that Josh Adams played the week before at 15. Yeah. The next week, he's starting for Wales. Yeah. See, I, I looked at the game, right? I looked at the um, the internationals at the weekend. I looked at the anthems. And it's actually really hard, the anthem part, because there's a lot of motion going through you. And it's hard to deal with it because if you've not done it before and you're not used to singing in front of like 80,000 people, it could be quite overwhelming. Yeah, well, you're like Bono, aren't you? Singing in front of 80,000 people. Like Mariah yeah. Carey or Bono. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Is there a joke in that? What? Do you know who's close to the edge? Who? Bono. Good fake laugh, mate. Oh God. Um. Yeah. So oh, I enjoyed. I enjoyed. My mum called me yesterday, by the way, and she said, oh, "I listened to your uh, podcast with Jason Leonard with Shanks," and she said, "We've never listened to your podcast before. We don't really know how to do it, but my sister showed them. We listened to it in the car, and she said, "I've seen a new side of Shanks." So what do you mean? Well, he's, he's quite funny, and he can actually talk. I said, "Did you not know?" I said, no, I always assumed he couldn't because of because he looks like he can't. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you. I had a treble shot latte before. Was it? So yeah, before. So I was right up for their life. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. God. Yeah. Um, I like the Northampton game. Mm. I mean, we've spoken briefly about that. Jamie Gibson. Jamie Gibson is one of those players who's never never poor he's, he's if he his worst week really will involve one mistake or two mistakes but generally there are none there I'm very none. we've talked about how much attacking kicking now is becoming a part of the game and how many tries are scored from crossfield kicks from grubbers through um but what also is surprising now is how fast forwards are mm-hmm. because you know gone are the days where you know they're plodders plodders yeah yeah you know, going for a pub jog yeah properly quick like 
I think it was Ben Curry finished off a try for sale and he was like pulling away yeah. from the backs. Look James, at Sam Simmons for England yes, the weekend. Ridiculous exactly. wheels. You know, um, Gibson, you know, he had two long mm. runs the weekend mm. for, for Wasps. who has got to tell you who was disappointed. London Irish Gibson. For yeah. Wasps, you said. Yeah, that's, no, for Northampton against yeah, Harlequins. Yeah, really? Yeah. Um, Harlequins' defence was pretty average. Was it? Jamie Lang misses two tackles at 10. Uh, easy a big bloke as well. well. Like, yeah. One off, big fly off. Both off scrums as well. First and, phases. Yes. Mm. Gets stepped for the first one off a centre scrum, just over chases and doesn't get anywhere near. Mm. And then um, Ken Pesey just runs straight through him Eesh. off a five metre scrum. So Doesn't want to hit him. He tries to. It's just poor technique. Doesn't chase with the feet. Is he up for the hit? Doesn't or hit. He, and kind, he looked he like it was. Kind he of looked like it was, but you know he'll certainly be working on that. And it's, you know, it's doesn't make you a bad player, but it's something to work on. So I'm yeah, sure interestingly, I thought George Ford's defence was really good at the weekend against City. He's never going to smash people, but it, it just goes to show you can work on it and you can improve it. Mm. I thought for Saints, I thought Dave Ribbons was really good in the second row as well. I really like watching him play. I mean, Exeter had to score a lot of tries. I think they had to get a bonus point win against Saracens mm. to get themselves through to this quarterfinal with Anglo Welsh. Mm. And they managed it. Mm. And it was like the old Exeter again. They had a really strong back row. Yeah. So Salvi played. They can't not have a strong back Horseman row Horseman played. Um, who was the, the tank? Thomas, Thomas Waldron tank. played. Going home at the end of the season. Yeah. Shame so that. all of a sudden there's your power. Mm. Um, and I love well, watching Exeter play when they play with width. Me too. But uh, before we move on to Chiefs, well, we're going to be, we already moved on to Chiefs. What do you think of Tom Stevenson at 13 for Saints as a player? Because I know he's young, he's not always first choice, but whenever I see him play, I really like him. I always think he's really aggressive and strong. I like him as an option. I always wonder why he doesn't play a bit more. I know he's had a few knocks, but... Yeah, he, he looked good at the weekend. Hair everywhere. It's like David Duckham, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it's deliberate. But, yeah, you notice, doesn't it? Mikey Hayward is a good link man for him for his... Did he score two, two tries or one try? Seven tries at the weekend. No, Amazing. did he score one or two? Uh, um, let's, go with, let's go with one or two. But, yeah... Mikey, Hay- it's only one try. Mikey Hayward uh, is a lovely link man for him for his mm. first try after the break down the right hand side by, by Gibson. But yeah, he does he does well. I like the look of him. Yeah, he's good. He's pacey as well. He's tidy player. He's a tidy Very player. Very pacey. The boy, the lad Stevenson. That we do. That's what footballers do, isn't it? The boy. Yeah. So looking forward to those quarterfinals. Um, I probably won't be covering them with you. Why not? Because it's Wales v Italy on the Sunday. So you will be with someone else, oh. another Welshie, I think. Oh, who's, who am I going to be doing it with? I don't know. Maybe Jamie Roberts, if he's around. Yeah. Um, that would just be two great-looking guys, won't it? Yeah. Um, two qualified doctors yeah, but, talking about rugby. Yeah. Can you, like, talk over him a lot, though? Should I shut him down? Yeah. Shut him right down. Talk about his hair. He's going to retire soon, and you don't want him taking your gigs. So do you want me to shut him down and humiliate him? Please. Yeah. Obviously, just, you've got to mention the hair. Just say, whose is it, for a start? Yeah. Um, great to have you here, Jamie. When are you going to bite the bullet? Well, I know he's had a transplant. Oh, he's had the job. Oops, did I say it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Elton John. He's had the job. The Everyone's order, having a job now. The order he gets, the more hair he's got. Everyone's having that job. Are you going to get it? It's too late for us, mate. Yeah. I couldn't be bothered. Yeah, you, you, would, never, you never really had hair. You had sort of... You look like someone from Blazing Squad when you had your hair. A <laughs> like little so bit true. curly at the so front. True, yeah. Always receding, like you receded so ever since you were born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not receding if it's not going back. It's just back. Mine there. was like, hey, I was like, where's all gummage? Yeah. Do you know what? I blame the Red Dax Wax. Do you reckon? 
Yeah, it's like it was like engine grease putting through your hair, and I used to put it in my hair and handfuls of hair. Yeah, come out. <laughs> I think that actually was engine grease. That was a practical joke that's gone wrong. But you know, we cut our own hair now. Charge ourselves a fiver. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Second income. Yeah, I do. I, I actually cut my hair as I'm walking the dogs in the field quite a lot. Yeah. Look, or up at the race course at Bath. Looks a bit odd, but, you know, it saves cleaning up the, hosing down the bath, doesn't it? Massively. Yeah. Or the sink, or the shower. And I, I could sweat walking, I could sweat walking to the front door to walk the dogs, let alone walking the dogs, so I'd have a shower when I got home anyway. Now, we've talked about, on our ITV, Six Nations podcast slash STV, because yeah. it's Scottish TV as well. They're people too, you know. They are. Mm. Um... We've talked about what we've been up to, so yeah. we won't repeat that. But what else have you been up to? Yeah, well, uh, funny shit. I did this um, the last few years. I've hosted this really random. It's really random uh, awards ceremony. I won't say who it's for because then you know people get funny about that. But uh, it's just an awards ceremony for. A, it's like a catering supplier, and they have an annual sales conference and some awards at night. And it's. And I did it once, and it was one of those things that was like, Michelle was like, do you want to do this thing? And I was like, well, yeah, I could do. Why would I do that? And I said, Who's Michelle, mate? Your bird. Bird. Uh, it's like, well, I could do, but is it, a bit irre- is it a bit odd? She said, yeah, but apparently it's really good fun. So I was like, all right, brilliant. So I went, and it was absolutely brilliant. I really enjoyed it. So I did it for the third time the other night. Yeah. On Friday night. And, um, yeah, so I went to Rome on Saturday morning, did it on Friday night, and it's just a great crack. It's just a really, really nice event. But we're doing the 10, the ten awards, right? And I got there, and a lady who organised it, Zoe, she's like, tell you what, should we just crack the awards out as soon as we possibly can so we can get straight to the bar? I was like, brilliant. She goes, no interviews, no photos, crank the awards out, everyone just wants to get on it anyway, let's just crack through it. I was like, brilliant, <laughs> that's half nine, we're done. Get like, out of the way, mine's on the bar. Mine's on my points on the bar, my lord. Bosh, okay. my lord. So it was really good. But anyway, the 10th award was for this girl, I think she was called Carly. And it was, and... You think called, you know. I think it was called Carly. Anyway, it might be wrong. But called her name out, and like, she's not there. And it's like, right, we can't move on to the next award because there's no, there's none left. So I looked to her and said, what table is she on? She's here. She's gone to the toilet. I was like, oh, poor girl. There's like three or 400 people there or something. Uh, you didn't say ones or twos. So I said, how long has she been gone? Well, she's been gone a while. <laughs> gone to the toilet. So I said, tell you what, there's only one thing worse than asking a woman a question when she's got a mouthful of food in terms of, you know, in front of people she doesn't know, in terms of embarrassing her. And that is basically highlighting the fact that she's been to the toilet and she's been there for a while. So she's presumably doing some heavy work in there, you know? So I said, tell what we're going to do, everyone. And the organiser lady, Zoe, who's just a lovely, lovely lady and brilliant organiser, and she was just like, move on, move on, we'll come back to it. We'll just give her the award. Just tell everyone to get to the bar and we'll give the award when she comes out. I said, no, we're going to wait. We're going to wait for Carly to come out the toilet and we're going to see how long it is. And it was ages. Oh, <laughs> it was ages. No. So I was like, when she comes back in, this poor girl, okay, she's going to be absolutely mortified. However, she's won an award, so she'll be back. That's one negative plus one positive Back to neutral. I went to the Nestle Awards before, yeah. and it was really good because obviously they had loads of freebies and everything like that. But that's why you liked it, brilliant. Yeah, they were raising money for this guy who had died. Yeah, in their um, in one of their factories. Yeah, where they store all the all the chocolate because a box from the top or one of the top shelves had fallen on him. No. Yeah, and no one was. He was shouting out and stuff, but. He was shouting, milky bars are on me. And everyone's going, whee! <laughs> cheering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
like that. Well done, mate. That's yeah, well thanks done, very much. I hope well people listen to this one. <laughs> well done, boy. Should have, put that, should have put that one on the ITV Six Nations podcast. That's good. That's um, good. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, that I've that been watching. Sick. That was sick. Bro. I've been watching. Yeah, I made everything up. Um, end of the effing world on Netflix. Have you seen that? No. Yeah, I'm two episodes in. There's, I think, eight, six or eight, 25 minute episodes. It's really good. Is it? Yeah. Strange, dark, but funny. That just sums you up in three words. <laughs> Probably that's why I like it. <laughs> Hang on. Sorry, <laughs> strange, white, and funny. Strange, light, and yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, get into that. All right, I'll have a look uh, at that. Also, the book I'm reading. Have we talked about the book I'm reading slash listening to in the car? The Operator. Oh, yeah, about, about the heart surgeon. No. Oh, sorry. So, <laughs> it's about a guy called Robert O'Neill who put three bullets in Osama bin Laden. Why did he do that? Oh, he shot him, you mean? Yes. <laughs> Wait till he's dead and put three bullets in. Yeah. How did he get them in? Anyway, um, only a few options. It's really good, there. mate. It's really good. He's involved in a lot of missions. He's involved in um, the rescue force of Lone Survivor. Seen that film with yeah, Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, yeah. That actually good. happened. Good. Um, he was the first man on the boat to rescue on the, on the, um, on the big boat what they called now cargo called? ships cargo ships or whatever they are to rescue so he's the first man aboard that when they rescued Captain Phillips oh plenty going remember there was a a soldier that goes AWOL there's a podcast about it it's called like Bird Bird Walk or Birdman 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 bird yeah bird he bird just bird. he's on a post in, the, in Afghan and he just leaves all of a sudden just walks off into the desert and the Taliban catch him and stuff so he's involved in the rescue force for that Oh, it's not serial. Yeah, second that's right. serial. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. It's a really interesting. He's a Navy SEAL. Oh right. And audio book. Yeah, I'm listening to it now, but it's also a book as well, so you can you can buy it and read it. So interesting about all the training and all the missions that have gone on. It's not many people are happy that are in the the Navy and the military with him because apparently he's divulged information that he shouldn't mm, to sell but, books to make money. But it's incredible, and I've just got to the point now where. I mean, I don't want to spoil this story for anyone, but they've just found uh, where Osama bin Laden is hiding out. And You know what happens at the end, don't But you? if you think about it, if you think about Do it... Do you reckon they'll get him? You know, all that billions of pounds <laughs> that was spent, ser- you know, searching for Osama bin Laden, trying to kill him on the on the new aircrafts, on on the military, on everything, the in- personnel, intel, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot. Spy planes. Where do they find him? Where? In his house. Exactly. Yes. How Probably happy the first we? place to check. Yeah. You'd definitely check his house. You'd just ring him, wouldn't you, and hang up if he answered. Hello? Yeah. He's there. In the, <laughs> he's in. And in the end, it's like, do you reckon he just got so confident? He's like, this lot are absolute Muppets. Should we go, should we go for Nando's? Yeah. <laughs> but they're, but they're, they've got different plans at the moment about how they should try and get rid of him. And one is a big airstrike. Yeah. But they need something like 32 bombs, you know, to make sure that the building blows up. Make sure he's dead as well. Yeah, another is telling the Pakistanis where he is yeah. because he's, he's actually in Pakistan. Yeah. Um, but then someone will obviously... You know what happens at the end, don't yeah, you? Yeah, some, someone will obviously tell him and he'll leave. So it's um, a lot of decisions that Obama has to make. You can't you can't give me audio books, can you? Like, you can't swap them without... No, mate, you, mate, you've bought like... You just buy stuff for the sake of it. You bought an electric bike, just spend a tenner and buy... The operator. I use my electric bike. Yeah. I haven't used it for a few weeks. It's Seeing been, it's rusting, mate. It's not rusting. I haven't used it for a few weeks because it's been pouring with rain and I don't want to die on it. I want to live on it. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I've got quite a quiet week this don't week. Don't use a what bike? 
Hey? Don't use the Watt bike. I do use my Watt bike. For washing. I hanging use, washing I use my Watt bike on Saturday morning. So good for hanging towels No, on. I went on it Saturday morning. Okay. That's why I'm so lean. Why don't you tweet about it then? Oh, I don't tweet every workout. I'll be tweeting twice a day. <laughs> um, I've got quite a quiet week this week. I'm going to um, London on Wednesday for like a networking thing, which would be nice. Same. Yeah? No, Thursday, sorry. Um, School of Hard Knocks lunch. Yeah, I'm not going to that. Okay. Busy on my With Gareth Hardy. Remember Gareth Hardy? Prop. Prop. Yeah. Yeah. Nice fellow, apparently. He's well, all right. Leads, he's he? all right. Yeah, I don't mind him. I tolerate him. Yeah. And I just joking. He's a great guy. I'm with yeah. him. He sounds fab. He sounds yeah. really great. He sounds really great. And then I'm off to Dublin next weekend to do Ireland, Italy. And um, it's one of those guys. It's funny. This is a little thing for you. Um, I might mention this on the Six Nations pod as well. Well, few. Sure. Pa- I panicked then. Um, don't know what you're going to do. Um, don't say um again. Start the conversation with a word. One of the other TV people whom you would know, but he didn't ask me if I could tell everyone, so I won't. He was saying to me, what do you do? Do you check your social media after you commentate? And I said, I don't really, because the compliments are very nice and lots and lots of people are very nice and that sort of stuff, but I don't need compliments. I also don't... Oh, yes, you do. I don't need insults, you know, so you'll always get an insult from somebody. And I ended up, it goes, go on, check it just for fun after the game in Rome. And there are a couple of people obviously think you're a rubbish comment. I'm a rubbish commentator, which is fine. Sorry. But, but 99% of the people were just lovely and really nice. So that's great. But he said, there's only, I said, what about you? And he said, there's only one team. I will never look at my social media after a game when I commentate on one team. And I said, is it Wales? And he went, yep. I said, same here. There's, the Irish are quite bad when you're English. And the, I, in my experience, commentated on some Irish games and they get, even if they're not against English teams, it's like there's something not biased. I literally don't care. No, but you can't please everyone. Like I'm sure, I'm, I'm I'm sure I'm positive. Don't quote me on this though, but I'm positive. There's at least one person in this world that doesn't like me. What? Just one out of 7 billion or how many, 20 billion people. Nigel Owens hates you now, but no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. But I, Yes, the one the one team I commentate ever commentate on and don't check my social media ever. I, I don't always check it after games, but I wouldn't check it deliberately. Not is Wales, and I hope that doesn't insult you, you or anybody. Are you having confidence issues? No, do you know what it is? I actually I was talking to Benny Cow. This I actually quite like some of them, and I engage with a few last night on the on the plane. I, I, I find it quite good fun going back and forth. Jiffy's I, the best at it. Yeah, but I th- I do think to myself. It, this is kind of fun and it's sparring and I don't mind if people don't think I'm yeah. great whatever but I do think there comes a point when it is actually unhealthy it's not good for your soul do you start to second question yourself as no, well no 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 absorbing negative I just don't think is healthy so I think well I've got a choice here I either absorb it or I don't so I just don't bother did you see Freddie Burns that tweet yeah he found out he found the name of the guy that's been trolling him. Well, that guy's been trolling him. He's a local guy here. He's yeah. a super successful, rich guy, apparently. He's had to walk away from all his businesses and he's resigned so he can take some... This is allegedly. Yeah. Resigned so he could take a load of money before getting sacked. Say allegedly again. Allegedly. Thank you. Uh, reportedly. But I don't know this guy, but everyone knows him around here. And I think he fell out with Freddie Burns' dad and then set up an account and started abusing Freddie. Mm. It's like completely bizarre. Mm. Completely bizarre. Why do people do that stuff? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so yeah I'm doing something on Thursday with um, School of Hard Knocks and Friday we're doing a casino gig myself Mark Dunn and Smith and Mike Tyndall yeah Mike Tyndall yeah yeah with Accenture yeah. on Saturday for the game you're gonna have a lovely time aren't you yeah and then I'm back back into Wales on after the game I think oh you have a lovely time aren't you yeah such a lovely do. week coming up thank you Right, have you finally stopped trying on t-shirts?
Uh, yes, ladies and gents and children, in the break, I got a little delivery of some T-shirts that I bought online. I struggle to find stuff that fits. So when I find something that fits, I buy a few of them. Yeah. But I bought some jumpers from this shop online and they fit really nicely. So I ordered some T-shirts and the T-shirts actually don't quite fit. But I'm going to keep them because I can wear them underneath. It's crazy stuff. because the T-shirts came in a box, vac-packed. Yeah. <laughs> and also looked pretty much similar on you. They vac-packed me. Yeah. Vac-packed oh, I didn't think it was too bad. Now you're losing weight and everything like that, you know. Now I've dropped down to 21 stone on the nose. Gives you something to to work on, doesn't it? Yeah. Gives yeah. you a goal. I Life's would, about short-term goals. I won't be wearing super tight t-shirts, but they, they can be a nice undergarment, can't they? Like Not undergarment, you know what I mean. Yeah. First layer, Underwear. Yeah. Underwear. Um, bet the week time. Yeah, Leo yeah. Vegas, bet the week. Who are we going to go on? Um, I'm pretty sure I did it last week, and I don't think my bet came in. No, I think it was Ireland by... You're not good at this. I don't know, four or five points. I can't remember. Too many HIAs. But we are going to bet on Gloucester v Leicester on Saturday, the 10th of February, Valentine's Day. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Okay. Do you know when Valentine's Day is? Uh, yeah, because it's, it's uh, my late grandmother's birthday. Yeah, okay. Happy with that? Yep. Uh, what do you reckon the score's going to be? Gloucester-Leicester? Um, I think Gloucester are going to win at home, and I think they're going to win by... <clears throat> Not many, but I think they're going to win by four points. So Gloucester to or win more. by four points or more. That's our bet of the week. And I think that's our podcast for the yeah. week. It's short and sharp, but it's something, isn't it? And it sort of keeps it going and it's fun and found out about, you know, what Tom's up to, which is all the nation really cares about. Exactly. See you around. See you later. Love you, Nan. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.